Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation with me, Katrina Julia. Here, you're going to learn all things on how to get healthy, how to make money, and how to build brands and give back, along with tips, tools, and technology hands-on to get you the results to help you create a life and a business that you love. So I'll see you on the other side. feature so we're recording it live but I'm also doing it behind the scenes for Facebook so you're gonna hear Missy's voice and then if you tune in also on her platform you're probably gonna see her live and I'll post the live videos later okay and how Misty and I met so you kind of have a behind-the-scenes story is we actually met 11 years ago I had to stop and think at Hydrocam. And what Hydrochem is, or was, they're still in existence, is actually a oil and gas company. And we served uh, Exxon, ConocoPhillips. Uh, thanks for joining you guys as you tune in. And we served uh, ConocoPhillips, ExxonMobil, so basically all the oil and gas majors. And I was a support manager at the time. I was working in accounting and support across 50 different locations across the country. Crazy travel, crazy life, 55 pounds heavier than I am today. A lot of responsibility, you can imagine. And Misty, and how I met Misty Shaheen and this beautiful soul, was that basically um, she was an accountant and administrator at um, the Canton, Ohio location. And so in my role, I got to travel. And so I met Misty. I met Diana, um, which we're still in contact for in Facebook. So thank God for the power of Facebook. Thank God for the power of social media and the ability to connect because yeah. I actually left Hydrochem in 2010 when I got promoted to a chief audit, chief audit exec position in Atlanta. And just a little bit of background on my story. I lost over 55 pounds, was always a side hustler, worked through over seven industries, and then um, through that experience, became a full-time entrepreneur and then started creating Fit Life Creation in 2015. But before that, Herbalife found me. And, er and this is how Misty and I continued to stay connected was because of Facebook. So we were Facebook friends, even though I left Houston, moved to Atlanta. We stayed in contact, followed her, Joe, Ari, Gage, and now Nadia, the new addition to her family. <laughs> and um, through that, when Herbalife found me in 2013 initially, my best friend was using the products, Isabel, and I saw her results with three kids, and I thought, oh my God, if you have those kind of results, I know I can get some results. So fast forward through um, the first two months on the products, um, I lost over 15 pounds. Disclaimer. What's the average 0.5 to a pound a week with that healthy, active lifestyle? They recently changed the disclaimer. And uh, possible, but not typical, I lost over 45 pounds in the span of a year and a half, 
But what really blew up my business and how Misty and I got reconnected and started creating, connecting, creating, cultivating an amazing relationship and her becoming a coach on the team was basically I, in the first basically year and a half on the products, when I lost the 45 pounds, I did a fitness show. And I did my first photo shoot where I cried like a baby, you guys, when I saw the pictures. And Misty, through following me on social media, through seeing my results, through seeing that things worked, reached out to me on Facebook Messenger and was like, I, A, have been watching your journey. I loved working with you before. And I want what you're doing because I'm a mom of two. I'm always low on energy. So with that, so I just want to highlight there, you guys, the power of we've had a relationship for over 11 years. We stay connected on social media. So I gave you a lot more behind the scenes and I showed results in consistency through my own results of taking things to the next level, whether that was in health and our business. So now I want to pass it on to Misty to talk about the things that are important to her and to talk about what attracted her and what prompted her to reach out. So now for those of you on live, I'm going to flip the screen towards Misty. So go ahead, Misty. Okay, so um, my name is Misty Shaheen, and thank you so much, Katrina, for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, so I had just had my second child, and actually I never lost all my baby weight from my first child. So I had been carrying it for five years, an extra 30 to 40 pounds. And when I was pregnant with um, my second, I decided, I made a decision that it was coming off no matter what. And interesting enough, um, Katrina's post started popping up in my newsfeed um, later on that year. She was only a few months old, and I was really um, trying to eat healthy, and I thought I was eating healthy, and I really wanted to lose weight. I wanted to work out. I had no energy, and I seen this girl um, who I had a relationship with. We worked together, and I always loved her. However, I seen her go from a size 14, 16 um, down to she was 102 pounds. And I was like, whoa, girl, what are you doing? I need I need what you got. And I don't know if it's going to work for me because I can't get to the gym. But I have two kids and I just I want what you got. So if it's going to work, I want to try it. So talk about your entrepreneurial journey and talk about like your background from Hydrochem to other things that you had done, whether it was serving and then also different things that you did before with maybe other entrepreneurial opportunities. Sure. Um, I, so working from Hydrochem, I had gotten pregnant my first with my first child while I was at Hydrochem and, um, Shortly, I got my, took my maternity leave. When I came back, I was laid off after two weeks of just coming back. So got laid off. I tried to find a different job and nothing seemed to pay as well as what I had made at Hydrochem. And I was really, I felt really stuck. And so I tried different things. I tried different um, working from home and different companies and nothing really, I wasn't really successful in a whole lot. And ultimately, those, um, in those companies, how was your relationship with the people that you were actually connected to? 
Um, relationship was okay, but nothing, um, nothing like um, you and I have. Um, it was just more acquaintances and never really feeling like I truly related to them. However, um, at the time that I started seeing Katrina's post, I was a stay-at-home mom. I was a work-at-home mom. I was running an in-home daycare, working 60 hours a week um, out of my home and watching other people's kids. And so I, um, I was really low energy and I felt horrible that I couldn't even have the energy to get on the floor to play with these kids who I was supposed to be watching. And, um, energy and I love that. Go ahead. I have a question for you, but keep going. Yeah. So, um, I not only did I lose, need to lose weight, but I just needed the energy and I was already working from home. I've already, um, even as an 18 year old, I remember my dad told me if you're going to work, um, you can work for yourself or you can work for someone else and you can either work on your own dreams or you can work on someone else's. And so I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. However, I didn't always know what that looked like. And so when I started working, um, started working out, I was using Herbalife, um, it was a natural alignment for me that I didn't always know that I wanted to be a health coach. However, um, making money has always been um, part of me. Well, and also all of us, right? And then part of it, yeah. part of it is making money in a way that is serving to others and that helps them change their lives. You know, like I was just reflecting on this that you know, I got up to six figures before, before Herbalife, you know, making results, you know, for companies of up to literally, you know, eight, nine figures per year. However, that money before never, ever meant impacting lives. It never, ever meant service, you know, in that way and health, money and business. So I love that you said that. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, so they recognize and realize like the person that they see that you've become today and the person that they see me on social as today did not in any way, shape, or form exist when we first met each other. So A, talk about how you were at Hydrochem, and then I want them to get your own perspective, how like I, you know, I mean, you know this, Misty, because Misty and I talk, you guys, at least like I'd probably say two, three times a month that, I mean, I refer to myself, you guys, as when I was in Hydrochem, I mean, you can imagine 55 pounds heavier not fully happy with passion and purpose, not fully unleashing all of me and, you know, my gifts and talents. And um, I call myself, I was like a bitch on wheels or I was like Cuella DeVille, but a hundred pounds heavier. Like I was not the best would be an email or via phones at cultivating relationship. But then when I showed up at branches, people would be like, have a totally different impression because I loved face to face. And I love it. And I always have. So anyway, I want you to talk about you back then, me back then versus now, because I want them to get your perspective unfiltered. Yeah. So um, I was actually approached, I was actually recruited for my job at Hydrochem. At the time I was going to school full time and I was working in a bar and grill and Diana, who was our mutual friend, um, she was a customer. And she approached me one day and she said, Missy, I know you're going to school for accounting. I know you're going to school for business. How would you like a job? 
I have a job, it's full time, it's Monday through Friday. Actually, they don't even know that I'm talking to you right now, but I'm gonna get you hired in. And so that is how I came into HydroCam. Um, I was the only interview, they hired me on the spot. Um, and it was just baffled my mind that I had no experience. I hadn't had my degree yet. However, they hired me and they um, believed in me. And um, so that was a common theme in my life where people believed in me more than I ever yes. believed in myself. I and so, um, yeah. So um, when I, Katrina and I actually started almost at the same time, she started at the corporate office, I was at the branch, and all of a sudden, um, my friend Diana, who had trained me in, she started talking about uh, this Katrina girl that had just gotten hired, and the emails that we were getting, and um, it wasn't a good impression. It was very forceful. It was very, uh, this is how things are going to go. I don't care who likes it and who doesn't like it. This is just how it is. And um, so we had a very negative impression of Katrina um, through email. And then a few months later, she ended up coming to the branch and we, she took us out to lunch and we all fell in love with her. And she was just very personable, very relatable. And so you just never know um, how that communication can come across. And you never know um, how one impression is over text message or email and versus um, what you actually see in person. So I love that you tied those two points together because a couple of things that I've realized about myself, you know, the last several years. <laughs> so often, you know, we are what we experience in our environments, right? And those extremes that you just mentioned about me were a clear illustration of what I experienced both with my mom and with my dad. You know, so on one side, super relatable, super like loving, great face-to-face, -face, right? On the other side, horrible email communication before, horrible at like texting before, horrible at like boundaries for myself, clearly 55 pounds heavier, clearly I was the one that allowed others to dictate my passion and purpose versus fully owning it myself and owning my truth. And that reflected in my communication, you know, because at the end of the day, I've always, I think all of us always love people. I think it's just a matter of we're just unhappy with different things within ourselves. And then the other thing you hit on is just communication style. So as I recognize self-diagnosed bipolar is what I used to be. <laughs> self-diagnosed ADHD, what I used to be. As I've learned to take the best of who I am, to learn, you know, new skills as you have, um, to learn and think about that every person that you talk to is a reflection of yourself, the highs and the lows, and that I've learned to have compassion and grace, learn just how important it is. And someone very dear to me, very, very special to me, said, you know, a couple years ago when I was still learning and growing, I'm always learning and growing, so disclaimer, but I was learning more than you know, Katrina, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And then it's also taking even more time to sandwich communication, especially when you're, whether you're speaking, you know, verbally, whether you're speaking face to face and always thinking grace, compassion, that all of us have highs, all of us have lows and to sandwich, you know, to start with gratitude to constructively and nicely say something and then to end with gratitude or maybe 
you know, you can think about this. So, so talk about how you feel you've changed since then. And then talk about how you think I've changed. You know, kind of given my perspective, my prior bipolar self and prior ADHD self. <laughs> uh, and then also, then we'll get into how that, you know, connects to making momentum, you know, in life and in business. But go ahead. Yeah. So from there, um, my friend Diana, actually, our friend Diana actually got promoted to work directly with Katrina. And a couple months later, she came to me and she says, Missy, there's an open position and I think you should apply. And I was like, whoa, you know, Diana had 18 years on me. And she, I also didn't have a degree. I didn't have experience. And I said, whoa, 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 I got nothing what all you other people got. And she looked at me and she said, Missy, if I didn't think you could do it, I wouldn't have suggested it. So um, that was like a major lesson for me of, you know, again, other people believing in me before I've actually believed in myself. And so like, that's where I came from. Like, I never really had a whole lot of confidence. I never really had a whole lot of belief in myself. And um, so the past few years. Hold on, hold on, pause, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pause there. So I <laughs> honor you for being very transparent with our listeners, very transparent with our viewers, because we're both recording this as a podcast, you guys, on Fit Life Creation, but then we're also going live on both of our platforms. So being this transparent, being vulnerable, you just created so much space through your story because we've all been there. So one, I want to honor you for that. Two, I want to give them some more behind the scenes stories. So by then, you guys, I had to recognize Diana and keep in mind, I was also raised, you know, that yes, get an education, get degrees, all these things. However, at the same time, I was raised that recognize people's value and recognize people's worth regardless of what degree they have or they don't have. So by then, I had already hired Diana because I recognized right away what a go-getter she was, that she got results, that she was focused, and I recognized the value of all the years of experience that she had within the company and the industry. So even though I came in with an initiative to focus on training, on support, on curriculum, on learning management systems, on teaching engineers and people out in the field accounting. You can imagine no easy task to be relatable, but then also dealing with corporate and dealing with accountants um, and having my background. I knew that I needed and we needed as a team and as a community more insight into the industry and more insight into the existing processes, into the existing systems, and that was worth gold. And then I had already met Misty by then. And um, I already recognized like her value, her initiative, her coachability, her drive. And when Diana came to me, when we had already filled two other positions and, and I said, I told them I was very transparent. I said, okay, I got a, I have approval to, you know, grow the team to four more people. And I want a mix. I want a mix of two people at least that are internal. And I want a mix of at least two people that are external. Because having the internal massive like value and Misty was relatively new, but again, I already saw your initiative, your drive, your coachability, your willingness to learn and so much value um, that like so much value that I saw like you and still do, you know, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like it's limitless. 
And then I also saw Diana's value as being seasoned, but then that's also why I wanted two other people external because I wanted people with different, you know, energy and different experiences from different industries and different perspectives to really help us grow all this to a whole new level. So I wanted to really pause to give them, like I said, acknowledgement for you for being transparent and vulnerable because not everyone can share that and won't to more behind the scenes. So I love that. So talk to them about um, your perspective on what you saw back then, like with how I communicated, how I led teams versus now. And then what attracted you to create your own mompreneur and lifestylepreneur journey with Herbalife along the way. And then also how you transition. So you decide on how you want to do this on how you transition from Hydrochem and like what happened and like when you got the offer letter and all that. So you may want to talk about that first and then part two next. So you decide them. Yeah. So, um, immediately with meeting Katrina and being in her space, I immediately recognized like she had, um, she had everything I wanted. She had her CPA, she had her MBA, she had all these degrees, she had massive success. She had worked in multiple industries and I just felt like she has what I want. I need to be around her more and more and more. And however I can be closest to her, I'm open to that. And, um, her communication was very direct. Um, a lot of people um, just didn't know how to take her. And um, they just seen her as what she say, what she says goes, and they really didn't question her authority. And um, where not and back then it's so funny to me to hear that because I know that's who I was. And, and, and the ability to laugh at it because you got you guys years ago I used to beat myself up so much for who I was versus recognizing compassion and grace for yourself then you can give it to others and yeah. to, like looking backward and, and Misty's right there was no like I mean I would still ask for buy-in somewhat but for the most part there was no negotiation it's like here's where we're going either you're coming or you're not but go ahead go ahead yeah so communication direct. Um, yeah, but I think also like being in your space has also like helped to be helped me step up and be more confident and seeing you know if she can do it, so can I. You know, um, so I think it's important that we all everything is just a mirror, and what you see in someone else, you already have it, and I mean it's just a matter of stepping into it. Yep. And there's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth, clearly. Okay, cool. So you applied to the position, you ended up getting it. So then what happened? Yeah. So I ended up, um, I found out I was pregnant one week before Katrina called me. So on the phone, Katrina called me and I had just found out I was pregnant. Now this position was 75% travel and I was already trying to figure out how I was going to make it work. Um, so the go-getter in me, I've always been ambitious. I've always been very independent and I definitely wanted it. However, knowing, um, I had a baby on the way, I've always felt like I always wanted to be the mom and my mom always worked. And so I saw her in different areas where she either was very much a stay at home mom or she was very much a work at home work 
um, working mom where she wasn't always around. And I knew I wanted to have some kind of a more of a balance in there where I wanted to be present, but I also wanted my own income. You wanted both. And so, you wanted both, but you yeah. had a practical example of both yet. Right. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, we, I end up getting laid off and Katrina and I split our ways a little bit, but we stay connected on Facebook. And so I always kept seeing her posts. So I stayed in contact with her and I always kind of had a feel for what she was doing. So, so talk about your impression of when you started to see like the Herbalife community blow up, like all these incredible, healthy, active lifestyle results my results and you know you talked about earlier how it prompted you that you're like i'm going to get this weight off so talk about first the health perspective with kind of the intention that we're going to transition into the wealth and the business component and like what you and joe are creating now and your club opening yeah so once I got started on the herbalife products i knew that i needed to surround myself with a community because let's be honest, it's really hard to change your habits and um, without changing who you surround yourself with. And as a stay-at-home mom, my community was on Facebook. That was the only community I had. And so I started friend requesting all these moms who were getting fit, especially moms who were using Herbalife because I wanted to see how they were interweaving it into their lives, into their stay-at-home routine. And so that was really important. The community was so important for me. And I don't think that I would be where I am if I wouldn't have surrounded myself on social media with those examples. No, that's and awesome. so I talk about that because I was reflecting on my social media the other day, like all the positive high vibe, healthy lifestyle, mindset, people I have around me now compared to 2013. Like it was still pretty bipolar back then, <laughs> totally different. So I love that you talked about the power of community and the power of positivity. So talk about, let's talk now from, so that kind of gives the viewers and listeners insight into you know, your story that you got the position, you took the leap of faith, but then you found out a week before that um, you were pregnant. And I still remember to this day when you were sitting across from me in the office and you're like, I really want to take this job, but I just found out I was pregnant. I was like, oh my God, like I really want to <laughs> totally understand, but it was more like, okay, well, you're going to be in Canton. Um, I'll still be in contact with you. I'll still support you. However, I'll still write you recommendation letters because Misty was doing already amazing things, you guys, in the community and it, just for the company and service. Um, so I still wanted to support her. I still want to have that relationship. And then I love how you said we still stayed connected with social and watching the journey. So what prompted, and you talked earlier, you prompted, you know, you saw the positivity, you saw what I was doing. So then you start seeing all these results. And you had had Ari by then. So you had Gage. So a couple years later, Gage was what, five at the time? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So Gage was five, her little boy. And then Ari was what, like six months old? Yeah. Okay. Five to six months old. So tell them like kind of your mindset, what you were going through, seeing the results on social, seeing my crazy results that I literally bawled like a baby, just all that's going through your mindset. 
Yeah, so growing up, I was, um, I didn't really have any examples of healthy, active lifestyle, and I didn't have any examples of um, a fit mom. Um, so most of the women in my family or the women um, that I had just grown up seeing and surrounded myself with, um, I developed the mindset of once you have kids, that's it. Once you have kids, you lose your body, and that's just what you deal with. That's a consequence of having kids. That's just part of the process, and that was the mindset I came in with. However, one... Let me pause right there because I can feel you're going into a transition. So I want to, A, acknowledge you for recognizing that because that is a very common mindset. Now, full disclaimer, I haven't had kids yet. However... I also kind of grew up with that, but then I started seeing like when I competed and with Team Edge, I started seeing all these amazing moms that have one, two, three, four kids. I'm like, wait a minute, if they can do it, then there's hope. So keep going. And then also yeah. life and seeing all these examples of all these amazing powerhouse moms, you know, shout out Christy Burnham, shout out Lisa, shout out the other Lisa. I mean, so many amazing, the other Lisa. I mean, there's so many amazing moms out there. So go ahead. So talk about seeing that yeah. transition. Go ahead. Yeah. So that was a big um, believer in me. Um, seeing other moms who were doing it, had kids, and were healthy and active and very fit and um, possibly better than what they were before kids. And Christy Burnham was really one of the ones who I knew I needed. Um, I sent her a friend request. I knew I needed her in my life. I needed to follow her example because she had, she was a work at home mom. She had three kids under three. And so um, as a childcare provider, I also had a bunch of toddlers running around. So I thought, okay, whatever she can do, I can do too. And um, just being surrounded by her energy and seeing how she was working her life, um, that Put the belief of the business in me and how to make money, you know, with a whole bunch of kids running around. I love that. I love that. So talk about, um, so now you're on the products. Now you're watching Christy. Now you've gotten results. So talk about what results you experienced at that point. So when I signed up for Herbalife, I actually had zero intention of making money because I had already had experience in other companies and I knew that that, I just didn't like it. So I was like, well, I'm just going to get on the products and that's just going to how it's going to go. However, within two months, Hold on, let, me um, I, let me pause real quick. So when you reached out to me, it was strictly for the health result, correct? Yes. Did I in any way, shape, or form, try to push you to do the business? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Just wanted to talk about that because I wanted to bring it up, not from a sake of highlighting myself. It was more from a standpoint of honoring you. And then also just mm -hmm. to let them know that, you know, I'm very clear that other people out there have had very different experiences with direct sales, with MLM, with let's be real. And let's be honest with every industry. You guys, money makes people funny. Like understand money brings up all kinds of energies with people and understand I had and have had a lot of experiences on that, not just as a personal level, but also as a CPA before. So for me, it was very important that I honored Misty as the person 
and where she was and presented like she knew there was a business opportunity. I knew she knew. And I asked her, I was like, Hey, you know this, right? And she's like, yes. Cause I had that relationship with her, but it was very important to me to honor where she was and to not pressure at all. And to just trust the process and let her decide for yourself. So go ahead. Two months later. So two months later, um, I started getting messages from people who were connected to me on Facebook. They were watching what I was doing. They were watching me post my, my meals and my workouts or whatever. And they started saying, you know, things like, wow, you look great. Uh, what are you doing? Can you help me? And so that's how I transitioned into starting the business. Um, I was like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing. You know, here's how you can do it too. And it was very natural. It was very organic. And, um, you know, eventually I started to recognize the money I was making um, through health coaching versus the money I was making working 60 hours a week watching other people's kids started to even out and it was like almost the same and versus um, it wasn't the same amount of energy. It wasn't the same amount of uh, time. And so I started to recognize like, wow, I could have way more work-life balance um, doing this versus this in-home daycare that I had. I love that. And let's hit on before we migrate into like momentum making and all that, because I definitely want to get into that and like your club and the transition and like everything that's been happening. Um, when or how or why did you decide to actually, because at this point you're doing similar to like what I did in the beginning with Herbalife. It's sharing on social media. You're connecting with people on social media. And I didn't attend my first event with Herbalife until 10 months in. Like I fell in love with the products. I did my Olympic distance triathlon. So I didn't attend my first actual event with Herbalife until that 10 month mark. When I started asking when one of my best friends, Janelle, um, got sick. And a lot of pivotal points really started to happen in my life to force me to really look in the mirror that, you know, Katrina, are you really fully living out your passion and purpose? Are you really unleashing all of you? You know, are you really connecting with people the way that you truly are? And that's when I decided to attend my first event. That's when I actually prayed about it because I have a tendency of cannonballing in which can be a great, mm-hmm. but can also be a doing too much way that you're not, that I wasn't connecting as much with being and feeling and truly being led. And that's when Garen Jones, shout out to Garen, actually reached out to me personally on Facebook and we Take got outside. Go ahead. Oh, did she? Oh, she, I think stepped away. So I'll wait till she comes back, you guys. So I'll continue on for you. Hey, Syl, thanks for joining, or I'll interact with you guys. Hey, Hen- uh, Henry Eden, hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly. Thank you for joining. Thank you for Jose for being on and staying on. And please, you guys, feel free if you are on to ask any questions as we go on. And this episode is all about uh, momentum making. So I'm really giving you guys first kind of a behind the scenes into Misty's and I relationship and connection. So you understand that it is really and truly a lot of time 
a lot of connection, a lot of interaction. Um, I smeared eyeshadow too much on me, I just noticed. <laughs> um, and you know, then we're gonna be getting into more like momentum making for business, more connection about relationship. And so I'm taking this as a brief commercial break to kind of you know invite you guys to ask any questions, whether it's about our story, about freebies that you can always find on you know my website fitlifecreation.com on misty's website mistyshaheen.com and anything else that prompts you you know if you have questions about herbalife questions about events questions about products you can explore on the site silently on my site um through the free meal plan builder and free um oops did she disconnect oh she did disconnect that's weird she'll read Delhi. it's okay Oh, she's back. Okay. So feel free to always ask, answer your questions back. Okay. You're back on, Misty. Okay. Sorry. No, it's no problem. So I was, as you took a quick commercial break, I was um, basically briefing them on they can ask any questions on the live. We'll always get back to them and where they can find freebies. Oh, okay. Nice. Both your site and mine. Okay, awesome. So at that point, you're doing, you know, in essence, so, you know, Garen was, I was saying how Garen was a direct answer to prayer. Mm, Um, We got on Skype back then, and that's when I made the decision to attend my first extravaganza, which for those of you that don't know, extravaganza is like the mega Herbalife event. It's the Super Bowl event of the year. Misty and I each have two exclusive free VIP tickets for July in 2019 with New Orleans that you can already possibly reserve if you want to attend the biggest event that's going to be again in New Orleans. But I want Misty to talk about like, so you're doing what I did at at that point. You're sharing on social, you're making some money on social media. What prompted you to actually attend an event? Because your experience was very different than mine and being prompted through prayer and then also connecting, you know, with Garen. And I always say, you know, everyone's experience with anything in life is very, very custom created for exactly what you need. So go ahead. Yeah. So it was a couple months. I don't know, probably about three or four months. Um, I was on the products and Katrina had mentioned, you know, hey, you know, maybe you should think about going to an event. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know. And a couple months went by and I said, you know what? I already know the power of events because of the multiple companies I had already been part of. And actually the events have always been my favorite part. And they're really the only part I liked in some of the other companies was just going to the event, being in the energy and the personal development that I got from that. And so um, I ended up going to an event. I was late. Pause, 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 pause. Talk about what happened before the event with Joe. Oh, that was a different event. Oh, I thought that was the first event. No. Oh, that was later. Okay, that's right. Okay, so we'll yeah. talk about the transition of him. That's right. Keep going. So my first event, I was late. I walked in and everyone is standing on their chairs. They're screaming. They're high energy. They're dancing. And my first thought was, I must be exactly where I'm supposed to be uh, because I love to dance. I love high energy. And um I was just like, wow, these people are healthy and they're having fun. This is my kind of party. 
Love that. Um, no, our events definitely, I love that you hit on the fun and the high vibes. And then I love that you hit on the personal development because a lot of times people think, and just like I did, so I had the perception that, oh, you're just going to talk to me about Herbalife, 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 which now, of course, I love. But back then, I had no clue. And I love that you get personal training, that you get leadership. And for those of you listening, your first time event is free. So you can come and check it out and actually experience it for the first time. Now, full disclaimer, if you decide to stay in the business section after the opportunity discussion, the opportunity meeting about both the health and the wealth, then you do have to pay typically a smaller fee than what's normal. Um, And it's usually under $30, you know, under $35. And we do them globally. So, um, like I'm attending Daytona this weekend for our success training seminar, because I have a conflict with the one in Atlanta and that's the freedom of being able to literally create a life and business you love and to design your day and design your life. So talk about, you know, you continue to get results. You continue to get people, you know, on the products you end up growing and being promoted in the business and talk about how your growth and your momentum. So now we're going to shift into momentum making what you shared on social, how you stayed consistent and how Joe became interested in being an entrepreneur attend and how he ended up attending his first event. (laughs) So, yeah. So my husband wasn't, all that supportive. Actually, he wasn't supportive at all. Actually, I purchased my first month in Herbalife and didn't tell him I was doing it because I knew his reaction. Tell them how you did it. How'd you purchase your first month? So I purchased my first month with our tax refund. And because we didn't have a lot of disposable income, um, that was money that I knew that we could use. And so that's how I purchased my first month. Um, I knew his reaction was going to be, oh, another diet, another thing that you're not going to do. And so I chose to be silent and just do it and tell him about it later. And, and so I got the package in. Tell them What's what that? you also gave up. Would you give up? What was your habit before Herbalife? What was one of your habits? Yeah, so once I got my package, I realized that I needed to find a way to stay on the products, and we didn't have a lot of disposable income. However, I was spending uh, 40, I can't remember, it's either 40 or $80 a month. I think it was $40 a month on uh, wine on the weekends. I was going and getting a bottle of wine, having it on the weekends, and so I chose to say, you know what? This wine isn't getting me any closer to my the, my goals and the things that I want in life. And so I, I chose to stop um, purchasing the wine and I allocated that money to um, Herbalife and nutrition. And so I could get the results that I was after. I love and Let me pause for that in a second before you transition to Joe and how he came on board. Um, I love that you highlighted and that's what's always stuck to me in your story. And just as, you know, you being a friend, us being connected for a long time, becoming a client, becoming a coach, you know, now building your own version of your own lifestyle business. I love how you made the decision to change and replace a habit that impacted your health, impacted your wealth, impacted your family, and has changed now the complete trajectory of where your family is compared to if you hadn't made that pivotal decision and where your family is going. And I am so grateful 
to be part of the journey. And I'm so grateful that the choices I've also made, you know, the ripple effects that have happened. So I just wanted to acknowledge, you know, people sometimes think, and, and I used to definitely be that, that it has to be this like monumental, astronomical, huge decision. And you guys, it's the small, seemingly insignificant choices that add up to the momentum, that add up to the momentum making, whether it is in your spiritual life, in your mental life, your emotional, your relational, your physical, your financial, your playful. Because every small decision, every small habit, like that's a lot of what I teach, you know, in our courses, our retreats, our academies, our, you know, online challenge, all that. And I know you do too, that it's all about your habits. It's not simply, Mm. hey, here's Herbalife. Like it changes, Herbalife helps you change your habits. Because even when I started the first two months, it was simple. It was two shakes a day and it was a sad that impacted me and I realized, oh my God, that's all I did and I just lost 15 pounds because I wasn't eating enough back then. So it's those tiny, tiny decisions. So talk about like how, so now you've attended an event, you love the event, you're growing the business, you're being promoted and then Joe, like you said, not supportive initially. It's very typical as an entrepreneur, very typical with Herbalife, very typical any big changes, right? Because sometimes it's fear of the unknown it's fear of money it's fear of you're gonna leave me behind it's all those things that come up in us sometimes right we're all hashtag I'm human um so I definitely relate to that so talk about how Joe and then talk about your consistency social media the event talk about the snow event with yeah. you're going regardless and how Joe started to come on board both in trying the products and the business yeah, so um, he started seeing me get results, and I was probably on the products for six months before he tried his first shake, and he he would typically get up later, um, have his breakfast. His breakfast usually consisted of a banana and a bowl of cereal, and I recognized that having a shake was probably better than the cereal that he was eating, so I started to, like, offer him a shake. I said, you know, I'm making myself a shake. Do you want one too? And he would say, yeah. And that's how I got him to take his first shake was just starting to uh, supplement his his normal breakfast. And he started to really like the shakes. Um, But he has um, admitted he never really was fully on board with Herbalife until he started seeing me make money. And once he recognized that I was consistent I had lost all this weight. I looked great and now is even making money. And then he said, okay, you know, let me try that. Let me try that shake. Let me see what all this rave is all about. And so I talk about that all the time. Men love money. And a lot of times they don't come on board until um, we talk about the money. So let me ask you, what was his first impression with the shake and trying the shake? And I'm actually about to have my shake break too. (laughs) Yeah, he loved it. And I don't remember the flavor. Maybe he could tell you, but um, he was like, oh, this is pretty good. This is not too bad. Um, So he was much more open after he had that first shake. Mm -hmm. But he also tried the shake on his own terms. Yeah, right. Yep. So Mm -hmm. now you and actually people... um, People we meet, they think that he started her life and I came along. 
Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I just so, dropped my phone. Go ahead. I was trying to maneuver it, but that didn't work very well. Hold on, you guys. I'm so gonna... now people that um, just now are getting to know us, they think that he started Herbalife and I came along. That's However, let me ask you, um, they think that you think because he's so excited. Yeah, because he is very vocal about it on social media and um, people don't really understand why he is so um, hyped up about it because he's never had a weight problem. And so he um, uses the, the products to maintain his weight and to gain lean muscle. And um, he just loves, and more than the products, he loves the energy and he loves the family community part of Herbalife. Okay, so you hit on exactly what I was going to ask you is that for him, it wasn't so much the health result. It was Herbalife as a community, Herbalife as a vision, Herbalife as the possibility to give him time freedom as a dad. Yeah. The community, yeah. the energy, the relationships, and the mm -hmm. ability to do Herbalife on his terms. So talk yeah. about how he ended up attending his first event and the snow. So his first event was, um, I believe it was January. It was a, a January spectacular, which is um, Herbalife's extravaganza is like the biggest event of the year, but the second biggest event of the year, it happens in January. It's called our January kickoff. And um, I'm going, I'm driving two hours away to go to these events. And there was a snowstorm and I was in it no matter what I'm going. I know I have to be there. I know it impacts my energy being around other people. And so I'm going no matter what. And he's, he, um, decided that he had to go because he didn't want me driving alone. So that was the reason that's what got him to his, his first event, not because he wanted to go, but because he was uh, more, more or less protecting me. But it's funny how it all happens the way it's supposed to happen. And um, sometimes the universe will work however it has to work to get you to do what needs done. Yep. I love how, you know, and that's why, so this episode is all about making momentum, right? So now the viewers and listeners have kind of an insight into, you know, we had, we had this long-term relationship. You got excited and inspired by the results. You got on faster than Joe. Joe took a little bit more time and then he was inspired to go to protect you because of the snowstorm, right? Yeah. So through that, what were his, and so let's talk about, and this is in conjunction with his first impression of the events, his impression of your results. Let's talk about first, what is making momentum to you? So, you know, we're talking about making momentum. This is kind of giving them a behind the scenes of the buildup, right? So their momentum's growing, the momentum's growing in your business, the momentum's growing in your life making momentum. So what does making momentum really mean to you, you know, in terms of relationship, community, anything? Yeah, for me, momentum is about doing something today that's going to set you up in the long term. Doing a little bit today, and that's where consistency really comes into play, where sometimes you don't see the results immediately. However, over time, um, one of the very first, couple of the first um, books that Katrina recommended I read was Slight Edge, Compound Effect, 
And that really had an, an effect on me. You know, I realized like what I do today and what I do tomorrow and the next day, it, the results, they may not show immediately, but over time in a month, in two months, in three months, um, all of that it compounds. It's the compound effect and it can really set you into that momentum. So I love several things about what you said and like the way you worded it was perfectly and I completely forgot that I recommended those books to you. So thank you for that edification. So one, I want to talk about, and we kind of touched on this already, habits, right? The habits you take on in your health, in your money, in your business, in your relationships, you know, in your morning routine, all of that compounds over time, right? And how we talked about like who we are today is not who we were years ago. Is not who we're going to be, you know, because of all the growth we continue to invest, you know, next month, next year, 10 years from now. And how you talked about what you do today. So versus may not show up, you know, till later. So what I really want to hit on uh, for the listeners, the viewers, you know, et cetera, is you guys, instant versus delayed gratification. It is the biggest character building aspect as a human, whether you're talking about, again, health, money, business. And on one side, we live in a world like today that I can, you know, tune in on Facebook and make a commercial, basically, that 20 years ago, you guys, you don't realize the power of social media. 20 years ago, something like this would easily cost me or cost us $5,000, $100,000. I can sit here and stream live, you know, till the kingdom come. I list on iTunes, evergreen content. So there's such powerful access and technology, tools, simplicity, leverage that exists. However, that's the high pot side, the power to connect. Like I'm sitting here seeing Misty's beautiful face and haircut, by the way, shout out to your hairstylist. What's her name? Kaylee. Kaylee. Shout out Kaylee. I'm seeing her and connecting with her, you know, on zoom. And this is going to be live on YouTube, live on podcasts. So it's going to be out there forever for value. But on the flip side, because many of us, you know, millennials, millennials, I think is the new term for people getting out of college. We're growing up in a society and in a culture and in a technological advanced environment that, you know, you can text someone today in a blink of an eye, you know, versus 20 years ago, that didn't exist. So delayed gratification was a much more known character thing. It took hard work. Walt Disney did not build Disney overnight. He had many failed attempts with until he got to Mickey Mouse. You know, the actual parts didn't exist until after he died. You know, people don't realize that. Apple, Steve Jobs, and Wozniak, you know, they started in their garage and what it took for years. Um, Nike. So if you haven't read the book, Shoe Dog, by Phil Knight, I've listened four times to the founder, Nike, his story. He's also an accountant. He also taught at a university like I did. So shout out Phil Knight. Herbalife, you know, Mark Hughes, he had the vision, you know, over 35 years ago and what it is today and all the ways that people do the business today, social media, fit camps, uh, shake parties, uh, in, you know, invites, flyers, you guys, none of Facebook and all that and lives didn't exist 20 years ago. Understand this is a new way to make momentum. This is a new way to make business that didn't exist just like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, innovation and inspiration is going to be totally different from the business models that exist. Like, you know, some of the ways that I'm leveraging technology and things are through WeWork, 
So you may not have heard about WeWork. You know, WeWork is a co-working platform. You can rent out space per month. So almost like for those of you that are in Herbalife, almost like a nutrition club, but on a much smaller scale that you can host events at. Then I leverage meetups. I'm leveraging meetups and we work in London coming up, in uh, Barcelona coming up, in Brazil coming up. Like you literally have the ability to design so much innovation. So instant gratification versus delayed, but recognizing it takes time to cultivate, you know, sometimes things you're going to have instant. Some things are going to be delayed, but it's still being grateful for every step of the journey. And I definitely understand it because years ago I was very, very, very impatient. And now I'm very clear on the cultivation of relationships and gardening. It's like a garden. And let's talk about the seasons, planting, sowing, reaping, harvest, and every seed matters. Jill Addy posted something a couple weeks ago about every seed mattering. And I resonated with that so much. So I love that you said that. I love that you talked about the time and your reflection of momentum. So at this point, you know, your business has been building on social media. Tell them how you and Joe saw the vision of nutrition clubs and the time that you saw and investing in visiting multiple clubs um, and what you learned and your first experience and how we sat down during that LDW with a business plan when you were thinking about that first club. So let's talk about that first and then transition to currently what's happening with you guys. Yeah. So Joe and I saw the vision of opening up a nutrition club. Um, we wanted a community. We wanted a space where we can invite people into and where it didn't necessarily have to be our home, but it could be a for, you know, an open space to where anyone could come in and we would feel comfortable um, even allowing total strangers to come into our space. And we wanted this, um, we wanted to cultivate relationships and a community where we're all best friends and we're all just love to be around each other and we can't get enough of being around each other. And I remember um, just a couple months into Herbalife, I saw these fit camps out in LA and I seen all these moms and dads working out in the park with their kids. And I thought that is what I want. That's what I need. I want to be able to work out with my kids alongside of me and not have to worry about if I have a sitter or not. And that's where that vision really started to cultivate. We wanted a space that was kid friendly because we wanted our kids to be a part of it. We wanted our kids to be around healthy, active lifestyle, positive people. And we wanted that for other parents too. Um, I know for a long time, I used the excuse, I can't go work out because I don't have a sitter. Um, I don't have a gym with a childcare. And that was an excuse for me for a long time. So I wanted to um, level the playing field and take that obstacle away from parents. And I love that. And I want to hit on how you started to see the vision that everything was possible, like integrating everything. And I love seeing the videos when you post of Ari engage, and I'm sure Nadia is going to be involved very soon. <laughs> of how excited they get about working out, about cardio drumming, about Herbalife products, 
and imagine if you hadn't made that choice to stop buying that wine box, to reaching out for help, all those different things, you know, now four years ago, like we're four years into this, you know, at this point. So you guys visited Ryan Baker clubs, shout out Ryan Baker. So Ryan Baker took us into all his different clubs. We toured two or three different ones. Um, And he, he really, we had a lot of questions like, how is this going to work? How do you do this? How do you do that? He was very open and transparent and willing to just say, you know, this is how we work it. And this is how it can work for you too. And um, we actually thought we looked in a space and we looked, at opening a nutrition let me pause real quick there before you transition into the space and looking in your current club um one i love that ryan baker was so open uh you know major shout out ryan baker if you and i'll tag you know him on this on being open and being open to the community and being open to serve and to create foster that community and I was actually blessed enough to meet him when I went to um, a leadership development weekend that time with you guys in Detroit. And I expressed that gratitude to him then too, because not everyone's going to do that, you guys, whether it's within Herbalife or whether it's within industries, I've seen it time and time again. And people don't realize like the way I look at it when I do things all the time with other people, like I look at them as, hey, you're a future potential in the terms of Herbalife founder circle member. Or you're a future potential ex. Like I just created that space on a spiritual level. So whether you're an entrepreneur or whatever it is, recognize that service to one is service to many. And how you treat one person is how you treat any person. So, you know, I look at, you know, more and more. And again, there's been, you know, times where hashtag I'm human. You know, I looked at life in different ways with lack and less than or fear And now like really, really reflecting on the energies of faith, of abundance, of love, of trust, of unity, of community. So I love that you're hitting on those points. So you visited Ryan's clubs and I've been blessed to visit a ton of clubs here in the Atlanta area and also in Cali and other places. Daytona, so shout out Jennifer Michelli. She also opened up her club when I went there when Christy Burnham spoke. So love that. And, um, so, so talk about like seeing that vision and then we, um, were you going into the next component where we sat down at a leadership development weekend and your first potential club? Yeah. Perfect. Go ahead. So, so for us, um, owning a club is more about the community and relationships and team building. It was not just about getting selling shakes, but it's about growing leaders and um, having a team around us who want to be a part of what we're doing and want to want that for themselves as well and want to um, contribute to helping the community get healthy. And so that was what our vision of owning a club always was. However, when we looked at that um, original club, we sat down with Katrina and she um, consulted with us on what it was going to take financially, and we realized that we just didn't have the community base, we didn't have the client base, we didn't have any coaches on our team that could help us at that moment, and the the financial investment was just more than we wanted to really take on at that time. At that time in the club and the opportunity that you guys had, right? And you're yeah. Not- but I want everyone to be encouraged from the standpoint of 
the vision was planted, the intention was there, and understand you guys, a big part of my background is I've worked in over seven industries and I've consulted and worked directly and indirectly with over 15 consulting firms. And I had in my mind, and I'm very, very also visionary and I'm huge on leaps of faith, but I also had in my mind, this is a family of two. They have two kids and I knew their financial situation backwards and forwards. And I knew, so I've also worked in banking. I knew also their, um, I knew Joe and Misty very well, each individually and as a team. And then I also knew their current income situation. And so in good faith, and I knew their client base, I knew their client base very intimately and their growth rate. So at the time I could not in any way stretch or form, even though it was probably something crazy that I would have done. Cause I'm crazy as hell. I tell people that all the time. Like they're like, what you did? What? Like I'm a huge risk taker, even though I can and do like I joke and say my head is in the clouds, but my feet are on the ground. So that was kind of, what was going through my mind. And Katrina would have been like, sure, let's open the club tomorrow. But then it was like, wait, I know Misty. I know Joe, like, let me meet them where they are. And it's, you know, and we still planted the vision. And I said, you know, like if you had a club that did X or if you had a stronger client base, like, but the intention was there. It's like, put the intention and the prayer and the energy out there for a different situation, for a different club, for a different client base and be open to however that shows up in your world. However, you know, God, the creator, whatever it is that you believe the universe delivers that to you like believe it can happen and don't necessarily try to force it because there's no need to force it if you're being and feeling and doing the results come and the momentum and the momentum making comes it may not always be exactly from where you thought exactly from the delivery point another perfect example just to give you guys some insight and vision so who has the iPhone? Anyone, like if you have the iPhone 10, you know that it's water resistant. <laughs> this literally happened to me yesterday and you don't even know about this, Misty. So iPhone 10 is water resistant. So it's kind of like the same make lemons out of lemonade, right? Or make shakes out of powder. You could say it like if you're related to Herbalife, right? And, and um, I thought it was waterproof. I clearly didn't read the instructions very well, okay? So I went to a pool party and you do know this part. Um, so the pool party that I went to at the W hotel, right. That I didn't kind of really want to go to. So just some cliff notes on this for you guys. I didn't really want to go to, but through that, I met a serial entrepreneur that we connected. I met his, um, daughter. We connected for like two hours on a number of things. And then he also mentioned that he's going to connect me with his wife. So great relationship, great standpoint. Misty, you know the details on that. But the part you don't know, I put my phone down. I kept taking pictures, videos of the fashion show because it was a fashion show. I put my phone down on the ledge that was kind of overlooking Peachtree in Atlanta, Buckhead, and it had water over it the whole time. Well, as me and Cassidy were talking, I'm very conscious of being super present. And as we were talking, I put the phone down like I normally do. But what happened was apparently the water resistancy in the iPhone 10 exceeded its limitation. So my phone crashed. I had to reboot it twice on Sunday, hashtag first world problem. But then I, at first I was like, okay, it's fixed, no problem. 
Well, when I was doing a live on Instagram, uh, I think Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, I was doing a live on Instagram. I noticed the camera was foggy. So I was like, crap, I have water damage on it, right? I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's see like why this happened because there's so much more on the other side of this. And then how can I create out of this? How can I make momentum out of this? How can I possibly bring to life an intention that I had before? So I've already had intentions that, you know, with FitLife Creation, we're going to be creating things with Apple. We're going to be creating things with Nike. We're going to be creating things with Disney. Those are all brands that I love and have loved for a long time. And so I was like, okay, I get to go to the Apple store. So I go in the Apple store. Um, sure enough, I have water damage. I have Apple Care. If you don't have Apple Care, add it to your plan. It's like five, ten dollars a month. It saved me, you guys, four hundred seventy-five dollars. Because otherwise, I would have had to pay or gotten to pay five hundred seventy-five dollars to change my phone. But because of Apple Care to update it, I or to change it, I got to pay a hundred dollars. So I received abundance fully of $475. I got to connect with Antro. So shout out Apple. I got to shout out Apple. <laughs> I got, got to connect with Antro. He, I was actually his first client ever. He had just transitioned from Apple care into working in the store. He was awesome straight out of college. Then I started thinking I was, which I already planned this seed. I already planted this seed in this manifestation that I, um, that again, working with Apple, hosting workshops, co-creating, doing different things with, you know, retreats, academies, all these things. So I asked him, I was like, hey, do you guys have a manager here? Sorry, you guys, I'm looking around because I'm in a conference space. So I don't know if someone's booked this one. Oh, no, they haven't. Okay. So I um, was like, hey, is a manager around? Because I would love to co-host workshops for Apple users at Apple on Apple products and or have you guys integrate with our influencer platform and or do product placement or something else because clearly I'm an Apple girl, right? I'm sitting here on a Mac Air. And um, he was like, yeah, Phil's here, Phil Johnson. He's like, he's the manager. So I want you guys to, I'm sharing this from a lens of also, I want you guys to understand that you're not always speaking to the decision maker. And you've got to connect, create, and cultivate that relationship with that person and allow and submit to them and allow for wisdom from them. So. And sometimes you're that wisdom. So it flows both ways. And so I met Phil, you know, talked about how I'm obviously an Apple girl relationship, I, authenticity, integrity, and um, offered to host workshops on health, on money, on business, on, you know, meal plans, on having, you know, Herbalife samples, on how to uh, make money, how to build brands on how to do social media in a day. So value, value creation, doing 10 times, 100 times, infinity times more than your current situation, than the current money you have in your bank account and believing way before you see and speaking it and writing it down. And um, he was like, oh my God, I love that. And funny enough, he used to be a B2B manager. Now he's transitioned in the store. He's worked in a lot of different industries. And then I offered to him also the product placement, the influencer marketing, all these things. So you didn't know that part. That literally happened, I think, last night or night before. No, night before. And he was like, yeah, shoot me an email. He's like, you know, I can tell you, like, this person's probably going to be – and I told him. I was like, Phil, I know how corporate works. I know how it works to get in front of the right person, the right decision maker to get buy-in. So I'm – deferring to you 
on how to make this flow smooth and simple and easy with time. Feel free to pull me in for anything you need. Feel free that we set up another meeting. Feel free to do whatever it is, and then we can reconnect. And he's like, I love it. I could, and I told him, there's profit sharing at different angles. So listen to the languaging that I'm using, you guys. It's know who you're speaking to and know what language to adjust so they relate to you. Because otherwise, if you're speaking lingo or language that they don't understand, that creates a division, that creates a divider. And, and if you do know a lingo in an industry, then understand that that has a time and a place in a certain community, but understand how you didn't understand that lingo beforehand. So that's something that Misty and I talk about all the time is like keeping your languaging neutral and also keeping it like with respect and honor and edification and, um, you know, how you were before you walked into an industry, whether, you know, you're a life coach, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a makeup artist, whether you're a photographer. I know I've got tons of people on this live that I'm looking at kind of tuning in, like who's on, whether you're a side hustler, you know, whatever it is, or whether you're even thinking about possibly integrating Herbalife into your existing brand, because you see, well, I'm a photographer. I could create a before and after challenge and I could make money off of this too. You know what I mean? So like being fully abundant and present to that moment of making. So I love that. So tell us more on how, like, so you talked about that with the first club, right? Now talk to the users and the listeners and the viewers, because we've got all the above. And apologize for the background noise. You guys are transitioning from conference room space right now. So apologize for that. It's usually never this loud back here. Um, so talk about your existing club situation, how it came to fruition. And like we talked about, you know, highlight certain names, don't highlight certain names because it's all about edification and go from there. Sure. Yeah. So, um, from that first club, it didn't work out. Um, but we just always held the vision that one day would be the right circumstances and it would, it would come to pay, play out. However, it played out, but we didn't always know the when or the how. And different situations um, came up. We are in conjunction with a ministry, and we've been talking for a couple years about um, having a Herbalife club in within their church. Um, so we would provide the shakes and the teas, um, different um events that they that they would have that still hasn't panned out um still looking for a building on that end um there was another club in the area that came in and i offered um uh, to work in their club and um they weren't open to that so um fast forward a couple years we're still being consistent on the products we're still getting results and we're still just building relationships and um, a couple weeks ago, I got a phone call from an old client who I hadn't heard from in a couple in uh, probably about a year. And he says, Missy, I know of a club that's for sale. And you're the first one I thought of. You and Joe are the first people I thought of because I know that you've been talking about this for a while. And so um, we got on the phone, we went and looked at it. And um, it was it was so different because that first club had so many fears about 
where the initial investment was going to come from, how we were going to continue paying the bills, um, who was going to come in and um, support us, and where those clients were going to come from. However, this um, this new club that we I got this phone call about, it was totally different, um, a different kind of investment. Um, they already have an existing clientele, and it was just like just to pause real there give them some more continue flowing but make give them a little bit more insight into the stableness of the client base and all the abundance that you received in the club yeah so um this club already has a um, base of 50 clients a day that come in they love it and um when i checked out their facebook page um, there was an announcement that they were closing and there was a lot of people that, um, expressed their disgruntledness that they didn't want to see it close. Um, they were really sad about it closing. And so we were, um, put in a position where it was like, okay, this is everything that we've been wanting. And it was not in the location that we had originally planned. However, it was everything that we were wanting. We were wanting a community. We were wanting a client base. We were wanting um, a space where we could invite our current or new clients into, existing clients, past clients, people who are not clients and just want to see what we're about, all about. And this was like the perfect opportunity. It was like the answer to all these prayers. And um, the initial investment was much less than that original club. Um, it already had an existing uh, base where the bills are at least getting paid. And um, there's there was um, a, co a person who had already expressed interest in wanting to work there um, once it did change hands. Um, so I brought her on board yesterday. So um, it was just a lot of abundance. Um, the community is very open. Um, you know, I've been in contact with the mayor and everything is a very much in support of, of us um, taking over that business and um, actually growing it. I love that. Talk about also from an abundance standpoint on, so you hit on the client base. Um, talk about what you walked into the club with as well as the distribution channel. So for those of you that may not be familiar with the term distribution channel, basically when you own a business, it's other referral sources that send you more business that can also end up being profit partners, meaning you can connect, create, cultivate, and make money together. And it's a complementary relationship. So for example, Apple in, you know, as a tech company with you know, a phone with computers, et cetera, is complementary, obviously, to a lot of businesses because their employees need, you know, tech. Um, shoes are typically complementary to socks. So that kind of gives you insight into what I'm speaking about when I say distribution channels, referral sources, and so on. So go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we walked in this club. It's turnkey. Everything is there. Um, the business owner just wanted, she got a job offer and she just wanted um, someone else to take it over. And so we walked in there, not only with a, an existing client base, but she also had 
three gyms slash personal trainers who already refer all their clients in there because they know the herbal the Herbalife products work and they highly recommend them for their clients to be on them. Um, so it is just like everything that we have cultivated, everything that um, we've dreamed up and envisioned, even though this was a snap decision, we had one day, about 24 hours to make this decision if it was a yes or no, and we did not plan for this to happen right in this moment. I have a three-month-old um, just coming off of maternity leave, and um, however, it is something that we've been preparing for for the past three years. It is like that we set that vision, and we have been um, just one day at a time stepping into and knowing that the team is coming we don't know when or we don't know how we don't know who is going to be there but we just know that um one day we are going to have a club one day we are going to have a team and one day we are going to have a community um that is very excited about healthy active living i love that i love that from every angle and just like every like seeing you and joe grow and seeing like the vision and the intention and then seeing how wonderfully it's like come to fruition and manifested and the faith and talk about in terms of momentum in your life and your business like how you're feeling now compared to last year and then talk about also or four years ago or five years ago and then talk about also some of the vision of what you see at the club so kind of taking it from like how you feel today versus you know why you when you first found out you were pregnant with Nadia, um, just to kind of recap. And then, um, you know, like we've talked about, you know, me being at the grand opening in January and then how you're planning for the listeners and the viewers, you know, that may tune in from Canton or from the surrounding areas and how that's come up, what they um, can expect to see at the club. Like what are some of the things that you're going to be doing, you know, et cetera, cultivating, you know, workshops, whatever it is that the vision is that you guys see. Yeah. So several years ago when I first got into Herbalife, I was always a go-getter and it always felt like I had to be the one to do it all. And if I didn't do it, um, I probably wouldn't get done right. And so I would see these top performing producers and I would get really, um, I don't know, envious or um, feeling like I was defeated, like I could never perform at that level. However, I realized that I don't have to be the one to do it all. And actually, um, I'm, I shouldn't have to do it all. And we all get to play a part and we all get to contribute. And once I realized that um, the past couple years, I've been like reprogramming my mind that I don't have to do it all. I can have it all and not have to be working 60, 80 hours a week. Um, I can make money in my sleep. I can make money on my day off and it's perfectly okay. And I don't have to be the one um, calling all the shots and I don't have to be the one overseeing everything, stressing myself out, um, giving myself all kinds of anxiety and I get to be um, a leader and I get to set the vision. However, um, welcoming other people to step into their own leadership roles. And so the club, we are so excited. Like I said, um, having a club has always been about growing the team and growing the community and just having a space 
Um, and it's not just about us. Um, it's really about welcoming people into a healthy, active lifestyle. And um, so we're going to be hosting workshops. We're going to be teaching other people how we've been able to incorporate healthy, active lifestyle into our home, into our life, um, into our work lives. And we're going to be teaching all that. And we're also going to be teaching other people how to duplicate us so that we know that um, we can only serve so many clients. And we live in a, we, there's a lot of people in this town, in this county, in this state, and in this country, and we can't do it all, actually. We need a lot of people to be on board to, uh, we all need to be in this collectively together. No, I love and that. And so we're going to be hosting uh, weight loss challenges, and um, it's not just all about us. It's about creating that community that can support each other, and we don't always have to be the one to be supporting. No, I love that because you're already hitting it and from the aspect of, you know, creating a structure, creating certain things on certain days from an aspect of collectively, like you talked about, and from an aspect of scaling and being teachable because workshops create such a great environment. You know, as you know, you experienced before with HydroCamp and that's a lot of the conversations that we've had, how to DIY, how, you know, how do you create and or integrate if you want to do nutrition or if you want to do Herbalife and you're, you're existing, let's say you're an existing entrepreneur, you're an existing personal trainer, you're you know an existing social media guru, you're an existing influencer, you're an existing travel blogger, and you're already doing you know a lot of what you love. And maybe you don't want to give it up, you know, or maybe you want to do less of that, but you still want to do some of it. So it's really, really honoring people where they are. And it's really honoring them and their truth, but still being that support system and being teachable and being scalable and, um, you know, creating something that, like you said, brings on a team, brings on a community, brings on a collective. I love that word. Um, and sets them up for success so that they can easily see themselves in the same kind of situation. You know, maybe they want to own a club too. Yeah. I love it. So what else do you want to talk about momentum making and anything else with relationships kind of as we close and you tell the users and the listeners and the viewers where they can find you and when the club is opening and where the club is located? Yeah, so we're hoping to open. Um, we don't have a definite date yet, but we are opening um, hopefully in September. Um, you can um, learn more about us. We have a Facebook page. We're going to be updating on there. It's called West Side Nutrition. And we're also going to be, what's that? Are you keeping the same name? No. Um, it was formerly Healthy Star. And um, we are changing name to West Side Nutrition. And we are going to be at a for those of you who are local to us, we're going to be at the Glow Run in East Canton. We're going to have a tent. We're going to have samples. We're also going to be in the grab bags. So you can try the products um, before we even open. Um, and we are going to be hosting weight loss challenges and all kinds of fun stuff um, we want to incorporate into the community. Um, we're probably going to might see us in the parade in the city of Louisville. Louisville, Ohio is where the club's going to be. Um, currently uh, working with the mayor right now about um, all the specifics on that. 
And um, really, this is just about three years vision in the making. And we didn't always um, understand, know where this was going, but we just knew we wanted it. And it's just about preparing every single day about, okay, this is what I want. How, what is one baby step I can take today to get one step closer? And that is really how momentum starts. It doesn't happen in one day. doesn't happen in an hour. It happens with consistency and just showing up every day. I love it because you're hitting on like everything throughout this episode. We've been hitting on, you know, for the listeners. Oh, hi, Ari. Hi. Hi, beautiful. Hi. <laughs> hey, Gage. Hey, Gage. Hi. Hi. Oh, Missy's kids tuned in for the listeners. I recorded two podcast episodes today, you guys. <laughs> I love that you said that, and it's obviously doing it in real life and in real life and showing your, you know, your kids, like what a powerful example you are, like perfect, like point. And you know, life and business you love. Was she asking for something? Sorry. No, no. She's just letting me know they saw us on video and they really liked it. Oh, I love that. Is that what she came to say? Yeah. Tell her, tell her to come back. Tell her to come back. <laughs> hey, Ari, come here. Because I'm about to ask her something. <laughs> Ask you a question. Hey Ari, are you and Gage and Nadia and Mommy going to do more videos and stuff together? Are you going to think about it? You want to do videos? <laughs> How about dancing videos? I know you love to dance. No dancing videos? Well, um, her new thing is she's really excited to help me make shakes. Okay, so you're going to help Mommy make shakes? Yes? And will you let mommy film you make shakes? You take pictures? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, we'll think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're a beautiful ballerina today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, hashtag real life entrepreneurship. Yeah, right. Right? So, um, we talked about the club. We talked about some of the stuff you're doing and momentum and see like the club going and like what are some of your next steps like as you guys open to make momentum? Yeah, so um, I'm reaching out to any of the local runs that um, are looking for sponsorships so we can possibly set up tents or just support, be there in support of those people who are already in the um, momentum of healthy, active lifestyle, and we're maybe looking for, um, and I'll, you know, support, or maybe looking for better nutrition, maybe looking for a way to make things easier, um, to just incorporate everything they're already doing, and so we can be a supporting beam for them. I love that. Um, Talk about also like with your referral partners, like you know, what are some of the things there that you guys are thinking about, you know, partnering with them further, like on profits or client appreciation, things like that. Yeah. So 
Um, we are doing some client appreciation. Um, we are going to be working with the personal trainers and the gyms who are already referring their clients in. And we're going to see, you know, how we can even better support them and support their businesses because we all know that um, we're all in this together. And the more we have um, all on the same page, all going the same way, um, the better the community is going to be. So um, we're really going to be working closely with the community. I'm already in contact with the mayor, finding out how we can support that community and um, how we can get more involved. I love it. I love it. And um, tell me, tell them and the listeners and the viewers, um, anything specific, anything else you want to highlight? Where can they find you on social media? Where, um, your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, all that great stuff, and anything else that you want to highlight? Whether it's, you know, for a mom, a mom seeking to be an entrepreneur, a family that's creating a life and business they love, anything else that's on your heart to speak? Yeah, so, um, Back in December, I found out I was pregnant, so uh, I knew that my life was about to change dramatically and my business um, needed to make some changes because I just didn't know um, what was going to happen. So I had to start making pivots, so um, I'll share more about that on to my website, um, mistyshaheen.com. I had to start um, incorporating different thing, different marketing channels on how I could streamline my efforts. And I actually created um, a planner. It's called Life in Harmony Planner on how to incorporate both your life and your work life, your family. And it actually walks you through on how setting priorities in your life and how that trickles down into your calendar and how to find balance in all those areas. So you can find that at bit.ly um, forward slash, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 90 planner and uh, uh, nine zero planner. So um, if you are, you know, feeling frazzled, if you're feeling like you're being pulled in all different directions and um, a lot of people say, oh my gosh, you're homeschooling your kids. You're working from home, you're a fitness instructor, how are you doing it? Um, that is setting priorities and having um, a good solid planner and knowing where we're going um, is definitely um, high priority. Yes, I love that. And you, you knows I'm also huge on 90 day plans and just not even in one area, but in all areas of your life. No, I love that. Yeah. I love that you created that and I love um, how you named yours. Like it's very, it's very you, like very, very you. Yeah. Um, anything else that you want to highlight besides social and you highlighted the club where they can find you definitely on your live and on your link and everything, make sure you put those links. So it makes it super easy for them to find as well. And for those of you tuning in live on Facebook right now, I'm going to be also be posting this entire video on YouTube because we've been recording on Zoom, and then I'm also going to be um, listing this on our podcast. So I also have a podcast. It's a Fit Life Creation that you can tune in to a plethora of episodes on health, money, and business. Because um, with Fit Life Creation, it's all about health, wealth, and business all in one. And so you can it can help you with a number of things as well. Um, but I would definitely say. You know, if you are a mom, if you are married, if you do have three kids like Misty, 
you will join the club, you will probably relate a lot to some of the things that she's doing and a lot of the ways that she's doing it. Because, well, disclaimer, I don't have three kids. I'm not married yet. So, you know, so basically, you know, and that's not to say you can't learn from both of us and both of the things that we're doing. But it, depending on how someone presents something or whatnot, it may, some things may relate more, some may relate less. It just, you know, depends on you. So definitely. And then also feel free, you know, to then create your own thing. So don't think just because someone's created something in a one way, like a 90-day plan, that that's the be all end all like feel free to create and tweak it for yourself i know i'm always tweaking mine and i know you do too so yeah yeah for sure um anything else that you would like to share or any closing thoughts around um, making momentum um no that's um i just want to thank you for having me on um again you can find me a misty sheen on facebook instagram pinterest um and i share a lot of behind the scenes of our homeschool days, our, you know, life working from home or, and now, um, being in the club, you're going to see a lot of behind the scenes and, um, it's not always polished. It's not always perfect, but I think it's important to show you what this is like real life. Yeah. I love that you, I love that Ari and Gage came on because it's really real life. It's funny that you said that because literally in our last episode that I was just filming upstairs, I'll be doing a feature with an HR firm and data analysis that they do here. And Veronica and Dana are awesome. So that's on the prior episode. But um, we were talking about, you know, that like sometimes people will look at, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, Pinterest, whatever it is, you know, your website and think, oh, like you've got it all together. And I'm like, no. Not even close. Now, granted, a lot of things are much better now than they were four years ago, and I'm sure you feel the same, but there's a lot yeah. of things that are growing and shifting and changing. And not just that, but just because you post, you know, a pretty picture that's high quality from a photo shoot, that's also why you post the ones that are in the moment, behind the scenes, you know, doing things like behind the scenes and dancing yeah. and explaining to people that, you know, just kind of like this episode, like you guys like, hey, this is real life or this took time, you know, or this, you know, is really what the behind the scenes look like, or this is really how crazy as hell, you know, life is right now. <laughs> so I love that you talked about that. So anything else beautiful? No. Nope. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for being open to host and be on the podcast soon. We don't know how soon we'll have Misty and Joe. Um, and definitely talking about like how the momentum is taking off in the club, how their lives mm -hmm. have changed, because I know there's a lot of other things going on behind the scenes. And thank you guys so much for being here and thank you for tuning in. Bye, Misty. Bye. Thanks for tuning in with me at It's a Fit Life Creation. If you haven't already, head on over to our website at fitlifecreation.com where you can follow us on all social channels and explore our blog and so much more. And you may want to start creating with us in our free 14-day challenge, our creation club, to help you get healthy, make money, and build brands so that you create a life and a business you love and create transformation and unleash inspiration.